The Shabbat before Purim, we read Parshat Zachar. Parshat Zachar are the verses taken from chapter 25 of Dvarim. We are commanded to remember Zachar, Eit Asher Amalek, by Derech Betzei Mitzrayim, to remember what Amalek did on the path, on the road, when we left Egypt. That story is found in chapter 17 of the book of Exodus. And in fact, chapter 17 of the book of Exodus the story of Amalek, is the Torah reading for the day of Purim itself. So on the day of Purim itself, we read the story of the Exodus chapter 17, Vayavo Amalek, and on the Shabbat before Purim, we are reading from the book of Tvarim, the commandment, Zachar, Et Asher HaSorach Amalek, Baderech Betzei Mitzrayim. And in that reading of Parshat Zachar, it describes what Amalek did, Asher Korcha Baderech, they encountered you upon the way, they cut the stragglers down in the, in the rear, and you were tired and weary. And not God-fearing, not God-fearing could refer to us. We were not God-fearing. After all, prayer to Amalek coming, the people say, is God in that midst or not? Chapter 17 of Exodus. Or, could refer to Amalek. It's unclear which of those it refers to. Many commentaries assume that refers to Amalek. Be that as it may, the M.O. of Amalek, what Amalek does, is to attack the weak. And there are many kinds of weak. In chapter 17 of Exodus, the weakness is a function of our doubt, our spiritual doubt, or perhaps our spiritual ingratitude for all that God had done for us in taking us out of Egypt and beginning to lead us through the desert. That's a kind of weakness. There's also the weariness of the road. And when you're traveling, traveling means you have no place. All of these leads to certain types of weakness. So that's the Torah reading, Parshat Zachar, of the Shabbat before Purim. And then there's the Haftorah. So the Haftorah of Parshat Zachar is taken from the book of Shmuel, Samuel, 1 Samuel, Chapter 15, and that's about the command given to King Saul, the first king of Israel, Shaul, to remember what Amalek did, God remembers, and to destroy the sinners, to destroy Amalek, men, women, children, says the text, not getting into that, but that's the command, and all the animals. And the story there is that Saul sets out to do precisely what he's been commanded, that's clear. He instructs those living amongst Amalek, the Cani, to separate from Amalek, doesn't want any innocent people to be killed. Amalek is understood by the text as being guilty, all of them. But in the story, we are told that Saul, who does defeat Amalek, soundly defeats them, but he doesn't destroy all the animals. He destroys the weak animals. Hamrachad nimvazav says Saul and the people spared or had pity on the strong animals, Mishnim Karim, Meitav, the best, but the weak ones, they destroyed. And in the Haftorah, the prophet Samuel is told by God to confront Saul. And he goes to Shaul, King Saul, and he says to him, why have you not obeyed the divine command? You were told to utterly destroy Amalek, the sinners. And Saul says, the people had pity on the animals. The people had pity on the animals, on the good animals, to bring sacrifices. 
The rest we destroyed. Now Samuel wasn't asking him about the rest. Samuel was asking him about the ones that were not destroyed. And the first word out of Saul's mouth is the people. So he doesn't take responsibility for what he did. And the truth of the matter is, as Samuel says very appropriately, but you're the head of the people. Even if what you said were true, actually, that's what Samuel was saying, it's not an excuse. Because as the king, as the head of the people, you are responsible for guiding the people, and you, in fact, are responsible for what the people do. And furthermore, says Samuel, that wasn't your job to bring sacrifices. You weren't commanded to bring sacrifices. They, sacrifices may be a good thing, but obedience to obey, to heed God's command, is much more important than sacrifice. You have rejected God, and God rejects you as king. So it's very interesting that what is the Haftorah actually about? We are told to remember Amalek. Amalek is evil. But the Haftorah actually is not so much about Amalek. In fact, in chapter 15 of Samuel, it's not that Amalek attacks us. Normally, Amalek attacks you. Amalek attacks the weak and the weary and those on a, a, a transitioning from one place to another place. Vulnerable people. That's who Amalek attacks. But the Haftorah is not about Amalek attacking us. We attack Amalek. So Amalek in the Haftorah actually is exposing the weakness. And the weakness in the Haftorah is the weakness of King Saul. And what is the weakness of King Saul? Well, the weakness of King Saul is that he fails to take responsibility for what he did, or in this case, what he didn't do. And that failure to take responsibility, essentially, is Saul's weakness. And what does Saul in? And I would add to the point of Saul not taking responsibility for what he is responsible for as the king, and add to it that actually, in the story, it says that Saul and the people that's what it says, Shaul Ha'am, Saul and the people had pity or spared the best of the animals. The weak ones they destroyed, but the strong ones they spared. And in the initial telling, it says nothing about sacrifice. That's the, the way Saul understands it or explains it after the fact. It sounds like they kept it for themselves, but they destroyed the weak. And actually, this idea of having pity on the on the strong and destroying the weak is precisely, of course, what Amalek is all about. Amalek picks on the weak. Amalek destroys the weak. Amalek doesn't touch the strong. So what Saul has done in not carry out God's command to destroy Amalek is more than not carry out the command to destroy Amalek, but Saul actually acts like Amalek. One might say he becomes, in a sense, an Amalek character. And that's what Amalek has exposed over here. And I was thinking that actually, we are told to remember. Remembering Amalek is a commandment, and we fulfill the commandment before we read the Megillah, because of course in the Megillah the enemy is Haman, Hamana Agagi, Agag being the king of Amalek. Haman is an Amalekite, and he has all the qualities of Amalek as well. He says to the king, there's a people out there who are scattered and dispersed amongst all the nations. They have no state of their own. They have no place of their own. They're scattered, dispersed. They're easy to knock them off, easy to destroy them. 
That's Amalek talking. So the Megillah is actually about Amalek, the battle with Amalek. And before Purim, we are remembering Amalek. Remember that there's evil in the world. That's very important to remember that. But the Haftorah says something else. There's not simply evil out there in the world, but there's an evil in the world which can easily be internalized. In thinking about this, I am reminded of the, the mother of them all, one might say, that from which Amalek descends, Amalek comes out of that initial story in the Torah of the snake in the garden. The snake is the eternal enemy of God and the eternal enemy of all humanity, as is Amalek. And when the snake approached the woman, and the snake approaches the woman, maybe for several reasons, but one of them is the woman was never commanded not to eat of the forbidden fruit. Adam, the earthling, was commanded. The woman was not yet created. And the snake says, you know, I hear you can't eat any of the fruit. That's not true. We can. And the snake entices the woman. And the next verse says, Suddenly, the woman sees the tree. It looks good to eat. Suddenly, she sees the tree with the eyes of the snake. That's the danger of Amalek. There's a double danger. There's a danger of evil out there in the world. That is a danger. It's real. But there's another danger that we can internalize, knowingly or unknowingly, we can internalize the thinking of Amalek and begin to behave like Amalek. To pick on the marginalized ones and the weak ones, that's an Amalek quality. So we are commanded to remember before Purim, the Parsha tells us to remember the evil of Amalek, but the Haftorah warns us about becoming Amalek in a sense or adopting the thinking of Amalek, which is very, very dangerous. Amalek exposed the weakness of Saul, turned Saul, exposed the pieces of Saul that are weak. And we, before Purim, think about ourselves and how we can withstand, fight against the thinking of Amalek. That's also part of what it means to remember.